Welcome back. So we're going into overtime and I'm going to bring on our host, Doug. Welcome, Doug. Hey, glad Hello. to be here. Hello, welcome back. <laughs> back and again. I'm, and I'm also going to bring on our celebrity guest. Welcome, William. Thank you so much for joining uh, us. Sorry about the confusion. Day. Time zones are, they're heading. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I apologize to everybody. I, I, I completely had my head up my ass and I, I just uh, <laughs> messed up. Well, don't feel bad because, um, so this is Willow of Skylar Productions sharing. When I posted the schedule for the event, she forgot to read the top part where you can switch your corresponding time zone. So apparently just, I had everyone turned around. It's not just you. <laughs> but All right, I'm, thank I'm, you. I'm here now. I get to visit with y'all. That's the important thing. I'm going to drop out and let you and Doug talk. Um, okay. So nice to meet you, sir. I really appreciate you being here. I was Wonderful really digging Doug. that panel. I, I really uh, was digging that panel you just had, Thank by you. the way. Thank you so much. I, that means a lot. Um, can't wait to hear your interview. And you two have a great time. That, Mr. Cat. Oh, my God. Doug. Been a fan for a long time. A long time. I mean... Butch and Sundance, the early years. I'm, I'm going. I'm going back there, but just yeah. just been a huge fan forever, and we're just we're so happy to have you here, and and and, and joining in with the John Ritter Foundation and and helping us out with that. Thank you. I, I I'm I'm very happy to be here. I sorry I messed up earlier, as I explained a moment ago. Um, I had the great pleasure of meeting John. Uh, only once, but I spent the day with him in the early 80s. And um, he and I and a, and a whole contingent of celebrities, Tom Cruise and a whole bunch of people, we all went back to Washington, D.C. Uh, we all flew together on a, on a flight. And uh, we, it was, I believe it was, yes, it was, it was Earth Day. And we were there um, advocating for changes, uh, you know, in, to to the to the health of the environment, I found him to be just marvelous, marvelous fellow. That's that that's incredible. Thank you, thank you, and and uh, we're, we we need to. I'm sure we're going to touch all over greatest American hero. But you have such you have such a wide expanse of experiences that we really need to cover as much of that as possible. I like I said. I go back to Butch and Sundance, mm -hmm. but you did Big Wednesday in 78, oh my God. 78 no, it was, like it was Carrie. And then uh, I followed Carrie with First Love with Susan Day and right. then Big Wednesday. And, um, then, <laughs> and, and, and then Butch and Sundance. 
and 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 then it wasn't too long after that greatest american hero but i had i did a lot of theater between all of those films well that know. was what i wanted to talk to you about because you you were raised in hollywood you were raised in an actor family i'm sure nearly everybody watching knows that your mother barbara hale was mm-hmm. just phenomenal as della street in in all the yeah original incarnations of Perry Mason, but your dad, Bill Williams, was Kit Carson. I mean, holy crap. Barbara Hale, Kit Carson, Ralph Hinckley, yeah. Handley, yeah. Hinckley. I mean, it goes back and forth, but... but yeah, my, I mean, my, my, actually, my very first uh, costume that I wore for the stage was a, a junior replica of my father's Kit Car- Carson outfit. You know, with all the fringe, the leather and the fringe, and I had a nice little hat, and it, it was fun. I I got to uh, I that was done for me. He was doing a personal appearance uh, in the late fifties. He was doing a personal appearance in uh, New Mexico, I believe it was, and so he made me this little outfit, and I got to put it on and go stand on stage and uh, and uh, play with the clown that happened to be there. And it was, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. But that was my very first outfit that I wore professionally. First cosplay. <laughs> yes, first cosplay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Did were you drawn to being a child act, child actor? Because I mean, your parents were obviously in the business. Were you drawn to that, or was it something you just? came to on your own uh, later on in life? Um, well, you know, I, 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 I always wanted to do lots of different things. You know, it, uh, I always loved music. Um, I was a real avid uh, surfer. I was, I was swimming competitively from fifth grade on, right through junior high and high school and my first year of college. I was, I, I was enjoyed being a private pilot for a time. I, I toyed with wow. the idea of doing that. Um, but I, but I eventually found myself in uh, gravitating toward the theater um, at Orange Coast College. I was, I was down there uh, for the, my first semester of school. And I, I was lucky enough to get involved with South Coast Repertory, uh, working a light and soundboard behind, behind the scenes. Right. With uh, the, the great David Ems and, and Martin Benson, uh, who have won several uh, Tony Awards for outstanding Lort Theater productions. Um, so that was my first that was my first uh, uh, kind of foray into uh, professional acting, you know, and then I did some work with uh, my first professional job was with David Jansen in Yapat Kodo. I did. Uh, I played a Marine sentry in a, a, a TV movie called Night Chase. Um, then I was on the pilot of uh, um, Police Woman. Uh, I did the pilot of that with Angie Dickinson, and that really launched wow. my career. It really yeah. launched my career. I did a quick stint in uh, the National Guard for six months with the Air Force, uh, and then I came back and I continued working with South Coast Repertory and pursuing all kinds of things. You know, right. but my, my acting career really took off after Carrie. That really catapulted me and 
gee whiz, Sissy and, and Nancy oh, Allen yeah. and PJ Piper Lord. I mean, it just, it, we all had a great career as a result of that mm -hmm. film, Terry. Speaking of Piper Laurie, it shows up in your little IMDb thing that she was like a mentor to you. And I mean, she's, she's iconic and a, a wonderful, you know, iconic theatrical movie actress. How did, how did that happen? How did she become your mentor? Well, um, or did she, did I, did I read well, that wrong? I, I, I think you may have read that wrong because at the time we were doing the film, I really didn't get to meet her more than I think I, I, because I didn't work on the same days that she worked, you know? So I think we, we might, we met in passing uh, at, at a soundstage or when she was coming or she was going and I, and I met and said, hello, but really where we got to know each other was many years later. I was on the, uh, Screen Actors Guild. Uh, I was on the National Board of Directors for the Screen Actors oh. Guild, which she was also. She was a part of that. And um, that's where I really got to know her. And that's where she played a big part of mentoring me in uh, the politics of the Guild, quite honestly. Oh. And, uh, I, but she is just, she is the loveliest, most fabulous person. And just, oh. um, you can't say enough about her talent, you know. You, you are probably in a in a very select group of actors who have worked with their mother a few times. I mean, I think Big Wednesday was the first time that you worked with, with your mom. She appeared on Greatest American Hero. You ended up being the superior Paul Drake on the Perry Mason hour-long movies, mysteries, whatever. How did that was, was that, that like? Oh, well, that was fabulous. You know, I was very lucky enough. I never really got to act with my dad. Um, he had moved in. He he really left Hollywood and acting behind. By the mid '60s, he had done that, um, and he became a very successful uh, developer. Uh, he built a lot of buildings, and he really enjoyed doing that in real estate. Um, but I did get to work with my mom. We worked together on the first time. She um, she played my mother in uh, Big Wednesday. Right. And she had a fabulous yeah. couple of fabulous scenes in that that I enjoyed doing. Uh, then we did a couple of episodes. She played my mother in Greatest American Hero for two episodes. Yeah. And that was just a freaking hoot. And, and then, and I of course, Bill Maxwell fell for her. Of course, who? That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> and and then I got to work with her on uh, on the Masons. Uh, now, funny enough, I was I had not wanted to do them do that after I did Hero. I and uh, I really just wanted to um, just do theater. And at the time, I had turned it down through my agent. And I was on tour with the late, great uh, George Rose. I was doing Pirates of Penzance, uh, a national tour. And we were in, Saint, yeah, we were, we were in St. Louis at the time. And um, I got a call on the phone and it was Raymond. Well, I, I knew Raymond as Uncle Raymond, you know. So he, he, he persuaded me in his, uh, um, in his own way 
um, to uh, to be a part of the production. And so my agent, with his help and uh, a couple of the couple other bigwigs, they got me out of my contract and flew me from there up to Toronto when we did the first episode. And that was just marvelous working with my mom. Oh you know? yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. I read that you actually auditioned for Star Wars. You you auditioned as Luke Scott for Luke, the Luke Skywalker role. Well, I, well, I did. I I think uh, I I'm pretty sure it's it. I saw it. It was on uh, the uh, deleted scenes or additional uh, material. Oh, it was yeah. on the original uh, uh, release of the Star Wars. I don't know, was it DVDs or the VHS tapes going back that far? Right. I think with Kurt Russell. With Kurt Russell, yes. Yes. And I told him he blew it for me. (laughs) 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 He blew it. But, uh, hey, we're not crying for Kurt Russell. He's uh, he's had a pretty good career. Hey, Goldie Hawn. I mean, how can you? I mean, gee whiz. What what can you say, right? Greatest American hero. And that an outstanding TV show with incredible actors. You, Connie, Mr. Culp, just phenomenal. Yeah, it was it was it was lightning in a bottle, I'll tell you that. Yeah. The three of us together. It was just magic. Now the story is. You saw the costume the first time on camera as your character opening the box and seeing it and and that your reaction was that, that is true genuine reaction that's is true that, is that, no. <laughs> that's true no 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 Steve God God love him uh, the late great Stephen Cannell that uh, what a fabulous guy other than my father. They're probably uh, the one gentleman that's had the biggest influence in my life. Wow. Um, wow. He, when he flew to New York, I was, I was on stage. I was at uh, the Phoenix Rep with uh, doing a, a production of Bonjour La Bonjour with Diana Wiest. Wonderful Diana Wiest. Everybody knows her from Edward Scissorhands and mm-hmm. so many films. And Steve came and flew out and uh, saw the play in an afternoon and he took me out to dinner. And we talked about uh, the the script and the story and where it was going. And I and I have to admit, I I when I read the script, I thought it was laugh out loud funny. I did, but I wasn't intrigued to go and um, I wasn't anxious to do television again. Right. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I was happy to be in New York and do the occasional movie. Um, but he was so so gracious. And so charming uh, and lovely that I he, he he just he charmed he charmed me and I and I agreed to do it. But he wouldn't talk about that suit. I said, "Well, what, <laughs> what about this? Uh, what about this suit? What's this look like?" And he said, "Oh, no, 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 Bill. You know, we don't worry about that." He said, uh, "Don't worry about that." So, <laughs> So he flew me out to L.A. and my hair was brown at the time. I was playing a French Canadian fellow. And so I in, in uh, hair and makeup, after I dyed my hair, we went back out onto uh, 
onto the set at Paramount. We were we were working at Paramount at the time, and um, I met everybody, Alex Beaton and the whole, all the other players on his team, and uh, but we never, I never saw the outfit until the day of the shoot. <laughs> but when you see my reaction, that's it. <laughs> and when I put it on for the first time, that was the first time I put it on. Wow. That's and awesome. <laughs> I was I was mortified. Oh <laughs> I at, no, Doug. I said, Well, there goes my career. <laughs> you know, it, it, it wasn't like uh it wasn't like uh, uh getting a a to play a, a wonderful Marvel character like it is today. Right. At the, at the time in the, in the, in the early eighties, 79, 80, mm -hmm. I mean, for a, for a serious actor, which what an idiot that I thought of myself. <laughs> that was just pathetic. Um, but for someone like me, I just thought that, Oh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to be on a cereal box and I'll be opening right. Zodis <laughs> doing in-store well, appearances. But you know, stereotyping has, was, was typical back then. Oh, I mean, you know, you looked at George Reeves, you looked at Adam West, you look oh, at, yeah. you know, all, all the people who played those iconic type characters, they got locked into that. Yeah. You know, thankfully, it's not that way anymore. No, but I'm, no, I'm sure no. you were coming in on the tail end of that. Yeah, no, it, and and you got to realize there was no uh, there was no comic cons back then. There was no, no. cons, right? I, I could have taken that suit, and I didn't. God, that's, a, that's another <laughs> head <-knocker. laughs> Next time for yeah, the reunion, yeah. you'll get it on the reunion. The, the reunion, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, they tried a show not too long ago. Um, it, it, uh, my, my, my good friend, George Went was in it. They did a, a pilot of a new show with a girl in the lead, uh, a young East Indian gal who, I, 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 please, I'm remiss. I, I don't remember her name. Very funny, lovely young actress. Um, and George Went was in it. And it didn't go for some reason. I, I don't know why. Well, I, I remember you doing the uh, Greatest American Heroine yeah. pilot with the kindergarten teacher, right, and, right? You know, and Bob Culp coming back in to continue that 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 thread. I yeah. did not know there was a more recent one. Oh, just about four years ago, five years wow. ago. Yeah, because 20th Century Fox had that. No, one of Steve's uh, daughters after Steve passed. Um, he kept and gave the licensing and rights to uh, Tanya, his daughter, who was a, a wonderful producer, director in her own right. And uh, she was working with uh, some folks out of 20th Century Fox who ended up having the rights to it uh, along with her. And uh, they tried to make it happen. And I, I don't know what happened. I was never I was never able to see it uh, for wow. some reason. They, they kept it under wraps. And I guess. Wow. Uh, well, that ain't right. I know. <laughs> Do something, Doug. That's right. Let me let me get him on the phone. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm just looking. Um, there's someone asked me uh, about uh, the fairy tale theater. Do you oh. remember that? Oh, I do. I do. That uh, Shelley Duvall. Oh yeah, yeah. That would that. Oh, it was wonderful. 
Oh, I think uh, Robin Williams did an episode. So many, many, Reed, many. Bernadette Peters. Oh, know, yeah. Some of the major, major players. It was, it was lovely. And I, I, I got to be the flower prince opposite of um, Carrie Fisher, who was playing Thumbelina. Wow. I know. Pretty amazing. Uh, it was great. And, and I got to kiss her. And I remember saying we were doing the scene mm. where, where I was kissing her. And I said, Carrie, you just got married. Uh, you just got married. It, it was only like a month ago to Paul Simon. I said, <laughs> how is he going to feel about that? You know? And she said, oh, Bill, she said, this is the only time I can get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> On a set. She was great. What a hoot. Pirates of Penzance. A lot of people, I don't, I don't know if everybody watching understands what kind of a musical background you actually have. I, watching you in Pippin was phenomenal. I loved, I loved your version of Pippin. You, you had, you released, I know of one album under, I think it's Billy Cat. You were yeah, Billy I, Cat did, I did many years, many years ago. It, it was a little overproduced and, not quite. Uh, I, I, there was too many cooks in the in the kitchen wow. with that. But but I got to do it, and that was that was wonderful. Um, yeah. Um, do you still do music? Do you still oh, play, yeah, yeah, perform, yeah. sing? Well, I do for me. I mean, I'm not a professional musician, but I'm a. It's it's my hobby. I I play uh, I play music every single day, and I have for fifty years. You know, I played my piano and guitar, and I, I have a little thing here, and I, I really enjoy that. And you know, it's like instead of bowling, I play, <laughs> I play music. Yeah. Wow. So I don't I don't know if this is an uncomfortable thing or not. What's that? Er, early. Early in the production of Greatest American Hero, when it was just, I mean, we we didn't have the internet. We didn't have, you know, all we had were Starlog. We had the fan magazines. Right. And and there, there was talk that you and Robert Culp kind of butted heads in the beginning, but then found this this merge, found found right. this way to work with each other. Was that true was that or was that just oh, no. fiction from for for magazines no 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 that was that was true uh for some some reason bob didn't take a liking to me um maybe because i had first billing i'm not sure uh, but it wasn't greatest american hero in friends it was greatest american hero right. so that was probably it I, i'm being a little bit snobbish and stuck up forgive me I'm, I'm an asshole, to do but I'm just poking fun, just poking fun at, at at Bob. That's for a right. I mean, yeah, it's just you and me, right? Nobody else. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just us. <laughs> it's just, you know, just our secret. That's it. But um, you know, we had we had a bit of a. a, a, a it, it was difficult coming to terms, uh, and and we we didn't for the first few weeks, uh, and then I remember going to his trailer on, uh, we were on location somewhere. We were always on location and knocking on his door. And I said, uh, Mr. Culp, I said, well, I called him Bob. I said, Robert, um, we, we should come to some sort of detente here. 
you know, and, and there should be an arrangement so that we can work together, at least professionally. Um, and it was it was then and then working thereafter that we really got to to be very good professional friends. We were never really close, right, buddies. Right. we were great professional friends, always uh, working in concert together on the script. We made just about every scene you saw. We made lots of dialogue changes. We didn't change the plot. Uh, right. We didn't want to mess with what the writers had created or the producers, but we did. Uh, we did twist the dialogue so it felt comfortable coming out of our right. mouths. And I learned a lot about writing from Bob Culp because right. uh, I don't know if people know this. Bob Culp first thought of himself as a writer, mm -hmm. then he thought of himself as a director, and then he thought of himself as an actor. Lastly, and that's the way Bob always oh, yeah. thought. Um, and you, you know, you, you can't you can't watch TV land or or any of the old black and white television shows without seeing Robert Culp's name show up oh, as yeah. a writer on a lot of especially Westerns at the time. Oh, yeah. But I'm, but I'm sure that being the writer and director, there, there's a there's a, a, a mindset with that that might have been the reason that you two just missed a little bit in the beginning, but. Well, I think, you know, lo looking back at it, if I was, uh, if I was outside of the, the, the thing and looking, looking back with some retrospect perspective, um, I think it kind of worked that we didn't care for each other initially because right. you saw it in the pilot, we worked pretty pretty much in uh, in a linear fashion on that show. We shot the beginning and worked our way through the script. Not all the time, but most of the time. So in the beginning, when when we first met in the little cafe, when I took the high school kids on a on a uh, a, a trip, um, a, a school outing, and we met at the cafe, and Michael. Uh, Oh God! Um, one of the students has a has this with Bob Culp, right? And then he takes a disliking for me, the teacher, and uh, that was all. It that all worked really, really like a kind of methody, you know, that he didn't like me, and I wasn't crazy about him at the time. And then you saw that great scene that we did when he comes to my high school, Ralph's high school. And it's in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. When he said, okay, kid, I want to tell you how it's going to go down. Right? You work yeah. for me. You wear the suit. I call the shots and you do what I say. And I call and I take him to task. Yeah. On and there was some real, real heated tension there on the set that day. You know, because wow. that was the actor Bob Culp talking to the actor William Catt. Ah. You know. Not who's so much character, who, but. Who's, yeah, who's yeah. in charge? Here, but it worked and then it was there after we became famous professional friends you know and connie oh my god let's talk about connie oh please just what, oh what a lovely gal you know she walked on set and and everyone's head turned she's so beautiful <laughs> uh you know that black hair and the big green eyes and just funny as shit people don't know how funny connie is she has a <laughs> wonderful sense of humor uh, and in fact, we've stayed good friends all these many years later. Well, and I and I love that you you said that you and Bob Culp ended up with almost a shorthand 
on being able to communicate with each other and connect with each other. Because that's that was the word of him with Bill Cosby on I Spy, was that they ended up just developing that type of, we, we don't have to talk. We, we connect. We're, we're good. Right, right. It, it was Robert Culp and, and Connie Selica and myself. I mean, all three right. of us. We just, for some reason, it just worked. We're, we, we have questions coming up over here on the side. Okay. Uh, Steve Fisher, starting as a young kid through to today, I've always been a huge dinosaur nerd. I loved Baby Secret of the Lost Legend when I saw it. Mm. How mm -hmm. many animatronic dinos were used, and what was that like? Really, that was, we made that film, I think it was like just the year before Spielberg came out with uh, Jurassic Park. So when we did it, there was not a lot of animatronics. That little baby that you saw, there was actually a little, a, 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 a small actor inside of that manipulating that wow. that little creature and i'll tell you it was a it was hot we shot that just outside of abidjan in the ivory coast the west uh the west coast of africa it was 120 degrees every day wow. it was brutal just brutal and these people would crawl in that thing and uh they could only work for like 15 or 20 minutes because it was just deathly hot. Um, wow. Yeah. So there was not a lot of animatronics. I think they came back and the big dinosaurs they added after the fact. Uh, wonderful director Bill Norton did that. And um, that, 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 was a lot of, that was a lot of fun working with Sean Young. She's, she's a trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sean. She's a trip. And then, and then House. What, House. A, what a great, I mean, it, it's, it's such a, a rare genre for the comedic horror movies. I right. mean, you know, you know, you can go back to Abbott and Costello meet the Wolfman. You can go back one to One of my Raven. favorites. Oh, my God. One of my favorites. Abbott and yeah. Costello. Just, you, you, just that, that's where it all came from. But, you know, let me give credit where credit is due because Steve Miner, who directed that, um, he was kind of the mastermind behind all of that. Uh, he and I got along really, really well. Our, 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 our sense of humor was very dark, both of our sense of humor. And, and a lot of that, I want to give credit to him because he's just a wacky guy who's got, <laughs> uh, who, who just had so much fun. And I think at the time it was one of the first, it was one of the first comedy horror films that was newly done. Right. You know, it was post MTV. It was one yeah. of the first right. comedy horror films post MTV. Cause you know, I, I just recently watched, uh, I think it was Boris Karloff, but all these great horror actors in the Raven, just chewing the scenery, just, yeah. just having a ball being just really silly. Yeah. So, you know, and, and then, you know, you coming along, with House, I thought, oh, I'm going to go see a scary movie. No, this is a funny, scary movie. This yeah. is outstanding. You mentioned yeah. that George Went is a friend of yours. Were, were you friends before you did House? No, we weren't. We weren't friends before then. 
Uh, and, and we actually uh, drifted apart for a long time, but because of the con circuit, I've been out on doing a, a few cons every year for, for, for eight, eight or nine years now. And uh, George is out there doing that. And we're, we're both repped by the same, but the same individual. Right. And Richard Mall. I mean, you, you had, you had some, you had some heavy hitters in that. I mean, besides yourself, you had some, you had some, you, yeah, you had some home run hitters out there in that movie. Yeah, we did. We did. And then, uh, yeah, that was that was great. And a little while later, we did a, a wonderful film, small film, but it turned out the script was wonderful. Uh, a film called Man from Earth that has done quite That's, well. Yeah. Uh, a very, uh, very successful cult film. There's a question here. I'm not sure that I understand, but I'm going to go ahead and throw it at you anyway. What was the process in returning for the CW crossover? We were so excited to see you. Knew it was you right away. Yeah. Um, they called me and asked. It was the first crossover, I, I believe. Uh, don't quote me on this, but I believe it was the first crossover that they did. Um, and they asked me if I would come up. And it was only a day of work. Uh, unfortunately, I was hoping to be invited into that universe because I, yeah. I like the show. Um, but they killed me off right away. <laughs> but, but the director, and forgive me, I forget his name, lovely, lovely fellow. He was a big fan of Greatest American Hero. So he was paying homage to his his early hero. Well, and cool. uh, he, he brought me up for a day and I got to meet all those fabulous actors. And it was just, it was a very nice time. What's what? What are you doing now? What what's going on? What 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 are your plans now? What's going on? I I'm pretty much retired from acting. Uh, I haven't been doing much in that. I don't have an agent anymore. Um, I work for friends when they call. You know, if they if it's a if it's a decent project, nice project, and I get to work with friends. And the, and the food is free, you know, they, they, provide, <laughs> they provide craft service table and lunch. There you, go. <laughs> you know, I've, I've been very for, fortunate in my life. I don't have to work um, and I'm comfortable. And so uh, I, I enjoy working periodically when I go out there. I am going to do something coming up, uh, a few days of work on a film uh, called When We Get There uh, for some young friends of mine lovely fun film uh, a road film uh and uh i believe uh alfred molina is going to appear in that film oh. as well uh i don't know who the the actress will be yet but uh i'm hoping to get nancy allen or maybe mindy sterling or somebody else that i know to come and and have a spend a evening with me having fun and That'd be uh, great. Oh, man. rising a yeah. couple lines so we'll see yeah, it's called When We Get There. And I, I, uh, I think it's being, the film is being put together now. I think these are added scenes that the director wanted to do. Good so script. Everybody make a note. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you, you seemed to be the one keeping Greatest American Hero alive for a while. I kept I, I I again going just to the magazines because we didn't have the interwebs then, but yeah. it, it seemed like you were you were promoting some novels. You were promoting comic books. I know you you had you you started the 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 catastrophic comics. Yeah. But 
but were were you instrumental in trying to keep greatest American hero going? Well, I just thought it was, I thought it was fun. I thought it was uh, something that I'd, I'd been a fan of comic books. I read, read lots of comic books when I was a kid and um I thought it I, I had a, a good friend of mine at the time, Chris Fellino. Uh, he and I devised this plan to try and relaunch a comic book line. Uh, and we had a third partner. And unfortunately, it, oh, we, we, we were blessed. Uh, Stephen Cannell was still, was still with us at that point, and he gave his blessings to it. Oh. And we, we, but unfortunately, we only did the first three comic books which was kind of our retelling of the original pilot of Greatest American Hero. We had plans to do, to keep going, but uh, it just didn't work out for one reason or another. I ended up working on it so much, spending so much time doing it um, that it really wasn't financially uh, worth my while to do. Right. You know, I spent all my time doing, doing that just wow. for the three books. Right. So when 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 the whole uh, attempted assassination thing came and they changed Ralph Hinckley to Ralph Handley. Yeah. How did how, how did they approach you with that? How did how what was that process? We were that was that was very quick. I mean, that happened. We were on location. I can't remember the exact location well, we were on location somewhere and when uh when the president the attempted assassination took place and it wasn't but a little while later uh you know when the name was revealed that it was uh hinkley they uh decided that the producers called steven and they all uh powwowed and they decided that they were going to change the name and and it became uh henley ralph henley for i think right. just one episode and then it was Michael Pere, actually, if truth be told, that in shortly thereafter, we were in class and he raised his hand for something. He called me Mr. H. And thereafter, Ralph became Mr. H to the kids. I am a retired elementary school teacher. My last name starts with H, so I have been Mr. H for a very long time. So... I, I I I totally identified with that. That yeah, that's yep. awesome. That's awesome. Well, anyway, what else can I? Uh, nothing much else I, that I can I can reveal. Um, <laughs> I'll be in Atlanta uh, the end of the month at uh, a con in Atlanta, and then uh, in the first week of April, I'll be in Nashville uh, uh, at a con. And um, be close to me then. I'm I'm well, four hours. I'm four hours from Atlanta. I'm four hours from Nashville. I'm in far east Tennessee. People oh. call Knoxville East Tennessee. I'm 102 miles east of Knoxville. So oh, to say, yeah, I'm 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 a 20 minute drive from North Carolina and a 20 minute drive from Virginia. So I'm oh. right in that corner. So yeah, it's 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 not a bad. Travel area. I mean, you know, I drove through it last summer. I was doing a film in Arkansas and um, I drove right through that area. On, after I finished in Arkansas, I was driving to see one of my kids in Virginia and I drove right through Knoxville and east right down yep. uh, and up the Shenandoah Valley. Yep. 
Well, it has been wonderful having you here. I, I know we're, we, we still got time. And if more questions come in, uh, did you ever see or hear the rock cover of Believe It or Not in Gilmore Girls? And did you like it? I did not. There's a rock cover of Believe It or Not in Gilmore wow. Girls. Wow. I guess we're going to be both on YouTube later, aren't we? Yeah, I, I want to see that. <laughs> yeah. I thought uh, it, it was fun keeping Greatest American Hero alive. You know, it for a show that only ran three seasons, uh, it had long legs. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. As, as Seth MacFarlane once said, you know. <laughs> And um, it was great that he paid homage, you know, uh, on on Family Guy. He paid right. homage to the greatest American hero. And George Costanza on Seinfeld, he famously had it yeah. on his recording. Oh, yeah, answering machine. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think that and the fact that the song uh, of Believe It or Not was on continual rotation at so many yeah. stations across Made the top country. 10. It really kept the show alive, you know. If, if they came to you for a reunion and asked you to step into the Bill Maxwell role, not really, I mean, still being Ralph, but still step into that mentor role, would that be something you'd be interested in revisiting? Oh, I, it, it would be fun to do the show again in whatever capacity that uh, the creators would, would have in, in mind. Without I don't know that I. I don't know that I would cast myself as, as uh, carrying the torch for a, a, a Bill Maxwell for FBI guy, um, but uh, there might be some something that I could do in there. They could wheel me out in a wheelchair, and I could go away. Go there. <laughs> well we because have a question I, I tell you that red suit would not look great on me now <laughs> spandex is not our friend no no <laughs> somebody else has already asked what is your favorite role and i've got a follow-up after that what well, what has been your favorite role to play stage or screen well um my work on stage probably as, that's my favorite place to live. Um, I really enjoyed doing Pippin. Um, I was very, very lucky uh, 10, 15 years ago to work with Randy Newman. Wow. And I got to play, uh, it was an ensemble cast, uh, the, uh, the story of Randy Newman's life. And working with him uh, was like a master's class in uh, being a musician and a wow. performer. That was extraordinary. Uh, I got to do a wonderful show in Kansas City called Smoke on the Mountain that I, I love doing, playing a preacher, a singing preacher. And mm. uh, again, it was an ensemble cast, but we just had a ball every night. We played uh, guitar. I played guitar, accordion, stand-up bass, piano. We all played different wow. instruments um, in this two-hour show. Yeah, it was just a ball. I had a great mm. time. So what's my favorite? I don't know. It would probably be... Oh, so many theater experiences I've I've loved doing. Pippin probably is right up there. Well, you know, and, and right and right there, Kristen Marie is already because I love Pippin. Yeah. yeah. Any tales of working with Ben Vereen and Martha Ray? Well, Martha Ray was was so lovely, and I almost I came real close to working with her again in Kiss of the Spider Woman. 
um, a, a number of years after that on Broadway. I, I didn't get it, but I think I was the second choice. Um, but that only counts in horseshoes. <laughs> but um, but um, she was lovely, lovely to work with, had wonderful, wonderful stories. I knew her daughter uh, previously, who was a wonderful choreographer. Uh, and working with Ben, he was just... He was just magic, you know, as as he comes out and magic for oh, yeah. <laughs> song. Magic he, to do. <laughs> I was I was an actor that could move, but I was not a dancer by any means. And he spent two consecutive Sundays for three or four hours with me, teaching me how to do that uh uh the choreographed dance number that we do together. Right. Um uh, the right uh the right moves, I think that was the name of the thing. Yeah. Um, he Hold came and taught me that whole dance, wow. which which was he didn't have to do. That was his day off. Oh, and that and that that sets that sets professionals apart. Yeah. That that's that's what you that's what you gravitate towards. Yeah, yeah. what a, he was a consummate professional. Yep. Were there any roles that you were offered that you passed on? that you had second thoughts about afterwards that you wish you had gone ahead and accepted? I can't think of any offhand. There's a couple films I've done two or three <laughs> that I wish I hadn't done. I wish I could have bought the negative. Uh, but, uh, you know, at the time, uh, at the time there were, there were reasons, uh, you know, you, you do a film for the money because or you want to go on a nice location or you get to work with your friends or you want to work with the director and the writer. Fabulous. So but at the time I was going the time I made some big mistakes in my career, I, I was going through a divorce and um, and it was uh, I needed I needed money, quite frankly. And I so I, I made some bad mistakes, but um, but uh, it's all worked out. It's all worked out. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, we're online. There we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still here. You're you still, yeah. and still and you're here. Bud. <laughs> yeah. so, so everything's worked out. Yeah. We're, we are running short on time. One of, one of, I will host a few Q&As at some conventions every now and then. One of my favorite questions to ask a celebrity is, who is the most famous person in your phone? And would you call them and put them on speaker so we can all say hi? I do that. <laughs> but let me see if I can get let me see if I can get get Obama on the phone, okay? <laughs> there it is. That's it. Why not? Uh, right? Here, his, where's his number? I know it's here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Trump's number. Oh, oh yeah. That's there you go. No, that's no, my I number. Don't. What are you talking about? You oh, Doug. Yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> there you go. I don't. Uh, I don't have anyone in particular that I could. Maybe Gary Busey. He's he's a friend. Uh, there you I go. like Gary. Yeah. I could call Gary, and he get on the phone. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> 
Well, thank you again so much for for joining us for 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 making time for us and coming back and 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 finding finding us and all of your memories of John, all of your memories of of the work. You it this has been this has been an incredible honor for me and I really appreciate everything that everything my, that my, you've my, done. My, my pleasure, Doug, and uh, I'm I'm sending my best to you and to everyone listening. Uh, I, I'm so privileged and lucky to be able to be here with you and with all of the, the very lovely fans out there. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're going we're, we're gonna to go to a little commercial spot for the John Ritter Foundation, and we will be right back. Our charity partner for this year's Multiverse Fundraiser is the John Ritter Foundation for Aortic Health. They exist to spread awareness of aortic health and prevent unnecessary suffering through genetic research, widespread education, and radical advocacy. Simply click on the link at our website, www.themultiversefundraiser.com, that says Donate Here, and that will take you to our Just Giving link. All donations go directly to the John Ritter Foundation for Aortic Health. As a bonus, every $10 donation that you give enters you into our sweepstakes to win fantastic prizes. All information can be found at our website under giveaway. So thank you for watching and thank you for supporting. That's going to do it for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, connect with us at backofthecerealbox.fun. You can leave us a voice message. We'll play it on air. You can leave us an email if you want to go old school, and you can become a contributor at Buy Me a Coffee or Patreon right there at back of the cereal box dot fun. And of course, if you love this episode, share it. Tell two, three hundred of your closest friends and family to come share the fun. And until the next time, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the back of the cereal box.